Listen up, fellas. There's something I want to say. Hello? Yo, everyone, shut up! Please. Thanks, Big Frank. Derek, what's up? Oh, hey, coach. I just need to say something to the team, if that's cool with you. The floor is yours. Thanks. Look, I know I'm not the QB you guys expected this season. I mean, a few weeks ago, I was a siding salesman and not even a very good one. No one can replace Everett Dean. He's been the guy here, and I get that. But for some reason, I'm still here. And I don't know about you all, but I'm sick of losing. I know I'm a bit rusty. And old. And old. Thank you, Keith. And maybe a little afraid. But I want you to know I'm here for you now. I'm here for the Browns. I'm here for myself. Now all I'm asking for is just a little faith on your part. Just a little bit. And we can make it grow from there. I'm all in. I hope you are too. Now let's get out there and record Winnie Taylor's Fourth and Inches Rewind. Yeah! Yeah! Let's go! This is for people who have already listened to episode one through six of Winnie Taylor's Fourth and Inches. There will be spoilers. Did they tell you just exactly who you are? You know you can't go Hi, it's Jess Fisher. <laughs> that was a really <laughs> good intro. <laughs> the creators, that was a really Chris good intro. Terry and David Kreisman. Today Fired we're going to talk. And we're, and we're ready to go. We're really excited. <laughs> and we're to the gym today. I'm all pumped up. Uh, today's episode <laughs> is called Comeback. I really didn't feel like going to the gym today. Um, <laughs> but I did. That's good. You went. Up. That's important. All you got to do is it's make important. it there. Yeah. Um, okay. In our real lives... It is Wednesday, January 31st. I think that is important because their football is a major part of the general conversation of the world right now. Sure is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why is that? Anybody well, want to explain? Can I just use an example? Sure. I'll just do an example. <laughs> I said before we found out that the Chiefs, uh, the Kansas City Chiefs were in the... Um, <gasps> Spoiler. Yeah, in, in the Super Bowl. <laughs> I said, I, the night of the game, I said, oh, hey, I wonder if Kansas City won. And my daughter turns to me and said, oh, yeah, Dad, they won. They're in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that is and the perfect is example. She is 12. Yep. That exactly. is a perfect Time example yep. of what yeah. has changed in football. So we have two weeks until – we have a little under two weeks until Correct. Super Bowl. the big game. The we can't the say the game. real title, right? No, I think we can because yes, we're not, we you know, making we're not money. advertising. I, yes. That's been a bit that Matt and I do is just like, I'm so excited for the big game. Just, you know, <laughs> yeah. like brands We're ordering wings and nachos for the big for game. For the big yeah. game. There's a, a very fascinating and, and a little bit upsetting cultural moment of a lot of misogyny going on. And as the non-man host of this <laughs> show, non-man host. I, I thought that I Is man host should... like one word? Man host. Yes, it is. <laughs> like man strength. Man power. So, I, I mean, if the fans don't know, I mean, if, if you, if, hey, you know, I was going to say if you live under a rock, but you know what? We have a lot of fans that are international. Maybe this isn't as big of news elsewhere um, that Taylor Swift is dating Travis Kelsey. To, they're both extremely famous people. Taylor Swift is probably the most famous person in the world. And there has just been like just vitriol towards her Mm -hmm. and it's been spilling over to her fans there's been a lot of fans of taylor swift have become fans of football because of taylor attending the games for her boyfriend and it's been like all over the news of people hating on her hating on her fans and it is just if that's you i have a great suggestion (laughs) it's still the beginning of the year Right. It's a great time to get a hobby. Yeah. It's a yeah. wonderful time to pick up some new skills, uh, touch some grass. Right. <laughs> it's a beautiful did you, did you world guys see, out there. Did, did you guys see what? how many seconds she was on the air? Did you see the... Oh, no, yeah, that was no. the whole thing. They During kept the it, game, yeah, yeah. she was on the air for 27 seconds. It's somewhere around... It was like, oh, it was, it's wow. been an average of, of about th- somewhere around 30, a little less or more. That's like 0.3% or something like that. 
that's how much she's been on the air, and that's how what's driving I, people I, crazy. I did hear I did hear that they put a number to what they think estimate she's brought to the Chiefs this year. Did you yes. hear that number? Oh, like three hundred and eighty million dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Wow! Yeah. Like free advertising, basically. Yeah. Some of the theory is that a, a woman shouldn't be taking the spotlight during football of of why people have so much hate toward this moment. There's been some beautiful things coming from this situation. There's just Google fathers and daughters in football. And podcasts about football. And there's been beautiful <laughs> podcasts about football. There, there's this gorgeous article I posted about um, for Washington Post where there's just a bunch of dads talking about the oh, newfound time yes, that they're exactly. spending with their daughters. Yeah, your post so today cool. was great. It made me so emotional. It's like, it's okay that she doesn't root for my team. I just get to spend time with her. I was yeah, like, or I get what, to call, I get to call her. amazing. And we, I get to call her and we have all these great conversations now. Like, gives me an excuse to, like, connect yeah. with her. Yeah. Any reason, like, any reason for people to be joining the love of the game that you love? Mm -hmm. Isn't that positive and beautiful? Yes. And for a sport that generally is not seen as for women, like there's there's no women players, you know, it's and it, it seems as more of a male sport. It's it's an amazing thing. Listen, I'm not a Swifty and I'm not even a football fan, but I'm like, I just think it's wonderful that young people are finding a new love for something. Yeah. And especially young women. And it makes me think about this show because this show's protagonist is such a big football fan, is a great football player. Mm -hmm. What I love about this show is that it doesn't come up. It's just part of the world yep. that she, she just loves. Yeah. loves it. You know, it has made me sad for the young women being fans of this sport and, and not being welcomed, you know? Well, the unfortunate thing is, and it doesn't matter if it's football, it doesn't matter whatever yeah. you get into I'm always a big fan of whatever brings somebody to something that they find that they enjoy. So, you know, to be uh, chastising what is bringing new people to the game. Yes. Uh, it's just so, uh, it's not right. It'd be like who, I used to right. say the same thing it's about. It's very gatekeepy. About, uh, well, I used to say the same thing about, you know, being a jazz musician. People like, people like, well, what do you think about so-and-so who's just like a fake jazz musician? I'm like, hey, whatever gets you there. Mm -hmm. And then starts you on your exploration of that thing that you end up falling in love with. Like you should never, uh, should never bash the gatekeeper because we have so many things that take our attention these days. Yeah, yeah. and it's just great for people to be into things and to yeah. like things and, and to get joy from <laughs> them. passionate about things. I agree. You know? It's yeah. like, amazing to like, uh, I, you know, people hate on Swifties. They like something. That's awesome. Right. And if that music's not for you, if she's not for you, that's fine. Cool. There's plenty of other things for you. <laughs> I think she's, am I think she's amazing. I think she's incredible. I yeah. think she's like unbelievable. Well, hey, anyway, what about today? What's going on? Yeah, Jess, yeah, what yeah, do yeah. you think? <laughs> How are you feeling? Anyway. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling we're about to get a lot of rain here in L.A. Uh, <laughs> it's just, just yeah, there's a Pineapple <laughs> Express coming, right? That's what they're calling that, that weather pattern. Is that what it's pattern? called? Pine yes, Pineapple Express. Yes. Why is it called that? I don't know, but I just saw it today. Pineapple Express. How long is it supposed I, I, to be raining for? It's it's going to rain for a week. Oh, wow. An atmospheric river. Wow, it is called a Pineapple Express. <laughs> I wasn't making what? that up. <laughs> is, it supposed to, is it raining? Is it going to rain like pineapples? Movie, but I wouldn't make that up. Is it going to rain pineapples? Is it going to rain pineapples? I think it might. <laughs> or maybe everybody gets pineapple. a pineapple. Or something else if you saw that movie. Everybody gets a free pineapple. Pretty, oh, gosh. But, uh, but yeah, that's me. <laughs> so much going on. What about y'all? <laughs> oh, I've been solo parenting for the last week. Well... My wife has been off at a girlfriend's week uh, down in the Bahamas, uh, down in Mexico. So I am um, she wow. gets home today. So Slay. I'm going to basically be. And she like, was in the Bahamas like two weeks ago. Yeah, I know. But that was just for a day for work. Um, Slay. So I'm basically today, this afternoon <laughs> is going to be Taggart. <laughs> <laughs> That's no, amazing. My kids I love are amazing. They have been fat. They've been so helpful. This actually whole thing. It's they've definitely reached the age. You know, like. Like I've always been jealous of Ben and Dave's kids who are a little bit older and mine are finally getting there and it's it's pretty pretty fun. Not that it you know, it's just hard, but when you reach a certain age where like you know my daughter and I, you know what we watched the other night that she just loved? She loved not, the movie Notting Hill. Oh I've yeah, never sure. seen it. Oh that's great. I know, I know I would love it. It's really it's really beautifully written. It's actually mm. really it's a, just, yeah, it's it is. It's just beautiful. And it's it's the dialogue is fantastic. It's just, and she was just laughing and it's just, it's fun to see her getting like adult humor and stuff. It's, yeah. you know. That reminds me, I just watched You've Got Mail for the first time 
last uh, year. Mm. And I was like, oh, this is just one of the best movies ever made. Like, I can't believe I've never seen it. Like, and that feels like once I watch Notting Hill, yeah. it'll feel I like had that too. one of my greatest movie-going experiences seeing You've Got Mail. So we were living in the city and we went to see it at the Lincoln Square. Cinema. Oh, yeah. Matt used to work there. And we're, and we're watching You've Got Mail. And if you remember, Meg Ryan goes on a date with Greg Kinnear to the movies. And they walk into the Lincoln Square movie theater. <gasps> right. And they go up the elevator, <laughs> the escalator, and then they walk into the actual theater that we're sitting in. And you can hear, you can hear this wave in the audience like, of people what? realizing, oh my God, they're coming this, they're coming into this theater. And then eventually everybody gets it. And it's just this like sort of just joyful uh, communal experience of everybody wow. laughing and getting it at the same oh, time. It's very hilarious. surreal. That's yeah, hilarious. I'll never forget so that. funny. Anything going on with you, Dave? Uh, you know, lots of, uh, wrestling for my son. That's, so that's, that's been taking most of our time and watching football. Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's winter season. Lots awesome. of, yeah, lots of wrestling matches. Winter. Well, yeah. what do we got? What do we got? We got any, uh, Becky has some great questions. Oh, I got good. some pretty, I got some pretty funny, um, Apple podcasts, unanswerable questions, but okay. let's do, uh, let's do these ones. Okay. Becky asked, why did Derek and Michelle get divorced? Will we find that out? They clearly loved each other. You know, I don't think he was ready. I think he was okay. too caught. I think he was. I think he was too caught up in his career, especially when it was starting to go badly. I don't mm. think he was. I don't think he was a great partner. I think maybe he was kind of the guy we meet in the beginning. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I think they got married pretty early. And yeah, and I get I that impression and too. And I don't think he was. I don't think he was. I don't think he was ready. Mm -hmm. Okay, copy. And this is mm -hmm. another just wonderful question. Why is the name of the show Fourth and Inches instead of Fourth and Goal or something else? I suspect it's because Derek is taking his journey step by step in small increments, but I could be wrong in my interpretation. We could go That's... in for we could go in for an hour on the name of the show. <laughs> I know that was the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, and that's a very good that I I that's a very good answer. I I think that's great. Yeah, it's a very good reason. Period. <laughs> yes. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, what, are, what are the Apple podcasts? Oh, okay. So I got a couple good ones. These aren't really questions. They just made me laugh. As you, can, <laughs> as you, as you know, uh, Jess, I'm feeling a little giddy today at laughing at really funny stuff. So this is, um, <laughs> this is from Bob. It's the best thing to laugh at. This is from Bob. <laughs> and, uh, and his username, is, no, sorry, the title is, is Bob. His username is why am I listening to this question mark? And then it just, <laughs> and then it just simply says, good job. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, Bob. The next one is from Turtle Lover 7, Sick. right? <laughs> and it's just, the title of it is my guess. And then it says, AARP is health insurance. <laughs> oh, because we said, do you yes. know what AARP is? <laughs> do you know what AARP is? is? <laughs> yeah, it's not really true. It's not. Right, right. It's not. Right, right. No, same um, genre, I guess. Wow. But, right. That's, oh, that's so good. <laughs> uh, so I do have one here that's mm -hmm. <laughs> that's also kind of funny. Uh, it's like, yeah, 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 and Mailbags is the title of it, and it's from Triza S. Great podcast. Awesome people talk about their lives in the podcast six minutes and now fourth inches, fourth and inches in brackets mostly. Also, <laughs> is Winnie Taylor in the same universe as Chloe Lovejoy? Because they kind of switched hometowns. Chloe goes to California <gasps> from Cleveland mm. and Winnie goes to Cleveland from California. Maybe you guys mm. just love these cities. Good job, y'all. Okay, <laughs> loving that. Yeah. Oh, also, I'm realizing in a lot of the comments this week that Pete is becoming a bit of a silent hero. Oh, <laughs> So I she can't also believe says, what you did to Pete this they week. They also say, also, mm. I want to join the Pete Ugh. fan club because he is awesome. I am in the Pete fan That's club. Great. I am, if if Pete has no fans, I'm dead. Right. I, <laughs> <laughs> I have a question. Uh, yeah. I have a question about Chloe existing mm -hmm. in this universe. Does that mean that the blizzard was caused by Chloe? Oh, yes, it does. Wow, and if so, was she doing it because she wanted those two to be trapped together in the car? Right. <gasps> oh. Did she make it happen? Yep. Did Winnie call like up that. her friend? Mm -hmm. I'm a big fan. <laughs> you know, maybe we'll reveal the answer, but only to our GZM super fans on Supercast. Oh, um, nice. those, those this week. <laughs> I don't know. That was a transition of, of the <laughs> universe. Um, this week we were joined by Noah. Super hey, fan Noah. Hey, Noah. Awesome. No, we'll know, but you won't. Exactly. I'm kidding. We will not give you that information. <laughs> but we're working on a lot of fun stuff from behind the scenes. More six minutes BTS, and I'm uh, forcing the producers to get discovering dad behind the scenes content to give y'all. So yeah, get ready for more fun stuff. How do they sign up, Jess? Oh, they go to gcmshows.com/slash subscribers, of course. Awesome. <laughs>
<laughs> we do have. Did Silly. we want to go to Dave's football coach corner before we go to commercial? Oh yeah, Dave, football corner coach. Football. What are we talking about today? <laughs> what is it? Coach's corner. Let's just it call it coach's corner. It says football season slash team records. Yeah. So I was going to talk about the fact that just a few years ago, the football season switched from 16 games, which it was for many, many years, to 17 games. And hmm. part of that was they reduced the number of preseason games. If you watch football in the preseason, it's not very fun because the starters <laughs> never play. And so they might maybe at the end play like a quarter, but if you go to the game, you won't recognize any of the names and half the people won't even make the team, sadly. And Dave, don't they go to like cities that don't normally have NFL games and play there? Sometimes. Uh, usually they're home oh, for okay. those games. Hi, hi, hi. But yeah, so there used to be four preseason games, and then they cut it down to three and just added another regular season game. So it changed the way all the records are for forever. There's never been a team that's 17 and 0 yet. Mm -hmm. We'll see. Oh. It used to be 14. So the the only team that went undefeated huh. for the entire season was the Dolphins, who were playing during uh, 14. It might even been 12 back then. When was that? That was in the 70s. And every time oh. a team loses, now the Dolphins players get together and and uh, drink a toast for the fact that they are still the only undefeated team ever. The Patriots were undefeated during the regular season, but then lost to the Giants in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Oh, yeah, wow. So 1972 And that was, Dolphins. gosh, when was that? Uh, uh, I want to say like 2009. I don't even know. That sounds, might even been earlier than that. Uh, they, I think that's right. That's something like that. I was I conscious. That. <laughs> <laughs> I was alive and I, I... I was conscious for the first half only. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, really? 2012? That feels too... Oh, 2008. I'm thinking of... There's 2008. 2008. They lost. Yep, that's the one. They lost to the Giants twice. Hmm. Interesting. Well, on that. Anywho. Shall we go uh, listen to something that I'm trying to sell you? Yeah. Let's see what you're selling. Hey, it's Dave. GZM Rewind is brought to you by BarkBox. <laughs> now, I have two dogs. I've got Texie and Riggins, both rescues from Texas. Oh, Texie and oh. Riggins. And guess what? This week it was Riggins' birthday. And not only was it Riggins' birthday, but his actual biological brother lives across the street at our friend's what? house. Came from the same litter. Holy and so smokes. they share a birthday, of course. And so we had a little birthday party every what? year. We we have the three dogs together. And oh you got to have treats. You got to have toys. So luckily, we have a subscription to BarkBox. Ah. We were able to provide all the dogs with treats and toys. That sounds like the um, perfect party. When you need a lot Jameson, of dog treats and toys for a dog party, what better spot to get them than BarkBox? I mean, yeah, yeah. you have a subscription. Yeah. And Jameson dressed up for the occasion. That's Regan's <gasps> brother across the street. He was wearing a bow tie, which is really cute. Wow. <laughs> They're four years old. They were pandemic puppies. Yeah. Wow. wow. That's amazing. Yeah. That's so so if you are having a birthday party for your dog or you just want to <laughs> treat them or yourself, uh, get a subscription to BarkBox. Right. So go to gzmshows.com slash BarkBox to sign up now. And you also get a free bonus toy in every box. Ooh, so if huge. your dog's brother happens to be in the neighborhood, <laughs> you get a free bonus toy for them. Nice. BarkBox is on a mission to make all dogs happy. And we're on a mission to make great stories that make you happy. So support us by going to gzmshows.com slash BarkBox and getting a subscription today. And now back to the show. Before we get to the show, if you want to listen ad-free, go to gzmshows.com slash subscribers. That's gzmshows.com slash subscribers. Boy, that was a good one. Yeah, that was, I'm buying whatever you're selling. I can't wait to get some of that. <laughs> uh, Hopefully we Skin disease. <laughs> Just like a PSA for right, right. skin disease. Well, why don't we uh, why don't we hear about what this episode is all about, as we say in Canada? Welcome back, folks. Let's dive into the heart-pounding action of Winnie Taylor's fourth and inches. In episode six, we witnessed a game-changing moment. Stranded in a blizzard, Derek Taylor and his daughter Winnie tackle adversity head-on pushing their car out of the snow in a symbolic display of teamwork. This event reignites Derek's passion for the game, leading to a decisive phone call to Coach Fitz, affirming his commitment to victory. Come game day, the Browns dominate the Jets in a 45-7 victory. It's not just a win on the scoreboard, it's a win for Derek and Winnie's relationship, solidifying their bond in the face of adversity. But not everyone is happy about them winning. Mm. Mm. 
What does it say about me as a self-hating Jets fan that I haven't beat the Jets? I, first I wrote, I wrote in the notes that I was like, even in Dave's imagination, he can't. Yeah, have the I Jets can't. Win. I can't conjure them up winning somehow. <laughs> uh, shall we do best line of dialogue? Do best line of dialogue. <laughs> win metaphor. Like how it turns from black and white to color in The Wizard of Oz to show the difference between Dorothy's boring life and her new adventure. Or, you know, how being stuck in a snowstorm could represent, say, a father and daughter just being plain old stuck. Just saying. I just like that. Nice. Yeah. Mrs. Stern, actual name of my English teacher. <laughs> it feels school. like a English teacher name. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Derek, you are my life. Wish I never came to Cleveland. That we went back to the way things were when we saw each other on holidays and for a week in the summer. No, of course not. But you said it yourself. I ruined your life. You didn't ruin my life, Winnie. You are my life. What? It's an interesting custody arrangement. Mm. <laughs> now, now, uh, now you have, I think, in brackets here, Jess, uh, second cry of the episode. Mm-hmm. All right, win. First cry is on best winning moment, Got so it. we'll get to that right. later. So this is the second cry. The of second the cry okay. of the episode. Winnie, believe in yourself. For believing in me. Me believing in you? It doesn't matter unless you believe in yourself. <sighs> Ain't that the truth, listeners? Mm-hmm. This is true. You gotta love yourself. <laughs> exactly. exactly. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna be a life coach. Right. Winnie, plan. No, I did not get caught in that blizzard on purpose, so my dad would have to come rescue me, and then we'd be forced to work together and confront our issues and finally be honest. But if I had planned it, it couldn't have worked out much better. Okay. Oh, so she's an evil genius. She's, like, terrifying. <laughs> she, <laughs> she said she had, did she not plan She can plan it. the weather. And we have, uh, we have uh, fan favorite Pete, Mrs. Coach Fitz, <laughs> which is one of my favorite lines of the show. Hello, Mrs. Coach Fitz, <clears throat> ma'am. I need some Pete fan art. Uh, oh, we do need some Pete fan art. Get yes. on it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mrs. Coach Fitz, assuming those refs. Assuming those refs behave themselves. Uh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> She's just like so intense. Like when he's like, okay. Right. <laughs> Have um, either of you been in a uh, in a luxury box for a game? I was just gonna bring that up. You go first, Chris. <clears throat> yeah, once uh, to a Flames game when I was a, when I was a kid. What's Flames? Calgary Flames hockey team. Hockey team. Yeah, yeah. Uh, where Where'd you go, Dave? I well, I was just at one uh, for the Ooh. Nets Bucks because my friend is the president of the Bucks, Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah, that'll so do it. It's been a mm-hmm. few times. It's lots wow. of fun. Yeah. I was I didn't food. do uh, you know, coaches box or anything, but I was in VIP at SoFi for my friend's birthday. I think it was like 2 years ago and we watched the Chargers just demolish the Giants. Um <laughs> and <laughs> but I never had an empty hand. I always had a drink in, in my I don't know why I said <laughs> it like that. I had food and drink <laughs> constantly flowing. It was really really glamorous. And SoFi is also beautiful. Go ahead. I mean, the only thing yeah. I've noticed is Jess always says she's like I'm not a football fan, but the way she talks about football <laughs> sounds like you're the old like you know and then we saw the Chargers just destroy the Giants well, and like and like and then it's always like <laughs> I was at this football game and I was at this football <laughs> game and then my friend who like the, the the Browns, you know, like or whatever, the orange team. I don't I know. You know a lot about football. I've been friends with a lot of very intense football fans. Okay. And I think that that is actually like kind of turned me off. <laughs> right. It's, yes. Like, they're kind yeah. of friends who will like like scream at the TV kind of friends, you right. know. And so it. I would the say the day is ruined if it, if there's a loss. Yeah. One hot. That is exactly what it is. So I like I yeah. I really know a lot about football. Period. Yeah. I just don't think you're giving yourself <laughs> enough credit, Jess. I think That's you're. True. I think you're very much. You know a lot about football. One time when I was a kid, I went to, a, I was in a, an owner's, it was an owner's box, but a luxury box for a Jets game. Mm-hmm. That's my dad, friend of my dad's or something. And I was sitting like at the window and I looked next to me and in the box next to me was Willem Dafoe. What? And we were like basically next to each other, but there was glass between us. <laughs> wow. And then I was very distracted for the whole rest of the game. That was exciting. I also Green was Goblin. in- Oh, I love that. Um, I was also in VIP for a car auction. <laughs> Uh, which was, that was so cool. Kevin Hart was there. That was very cool. Yeah, if you've ever been to a car auction, I highly recommend it. They really do talk that fast. That's amazing. (laughs) Pete, warm cookie. 
Okay, Winnie. I guess I'll see you when you, um... Excuse me, Mike? Can I take a warm cookie for the road? <laughs> you bet, kid. This was <laughs> devastating. Yes. Mm. Chris, Chargers next week. <laughs> yeah, I tell you, that's some acting right there. Oh boy, I tell you. Chris Terry, Vancouver Gazette. <laughs> Chris, Chris Terry, Canada the country. Canada the country. <laughs> uh, Winnie, I knew it. <laughs> I told you. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. And also, I knew it. So you're saying you knew it? Kinda. Love. That was great. Winnie coaching. You should have gone out of bounds on that play near the end of the first half. You cost the team 10 seconds to gain like a yard and a half. Okay. Also, you got away with two holds in the second half. You need to be more careful about keeping your elbows in. I'm gonna hit the showers. Good to meet you, kid. She's brutal. <laughs> <laughs> Fits million bucks. You look like a million bucks out there, D. You made me feel young again. Always love his lines. Pete outside. Pete? Have you been waiting out here the whole time? Me? No. Okay. Yeah. I'm so sorry. I forgot. It, it, it's, it's, it's cool. Great game, Mr. Taylor. Thanks, Pete. Can we give this voice actor his own show? His acting <laughs> in this scene yeah. was, blew me out of the water. It made me so sad. <laughs> Maybe he needs his own statue sitting by the car. Yeah. Right. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, he's so cold. <laughs> Love it. Radio kicked me. How am I feeling? How am I feeling? Like someone kicked me right Easy in the... Easy there, big what? boy. <laughs> I mean, it really... Does he say it? I think he does. <laughs> I don't think so. No. Uh, Winnie, radio. Stop on the yeah. phone. I want to say something Stop to all the it. haters Winnie, out there don't do who Winnie. don't know what they're talking about. That was a late ad. Remember that? Yeah, it was. We were in edit. Yeah. We came up with that. Yep. Yeah. I really like it. Yeah. Well, I like the, I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. Yeah. <laughs> and also, I knew it. Or uh, believe in yourself. Believe in yourself is also great. Yeah, it's the age old question. Do we go with the funniest or the most emotional? What are we feeling this week? I like that. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I go with that. Right. Sounds good. By the way, this this episode, I noticed last week, remember we talked about that there were way more losing moments than winning moments, and this week was the opposite. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Turning it around. Mm -hmm. Turning it around. That's called comeback. Exactly. Uh, best sound design. Trying to get out of the snow. Just saying. Come on. We're not moving, Dad. <laughs> One time I was in Seattle with uh, an ex of mine. I was like, how do I say that? I'll just say it. And we were trying to get our, our car out of the snow, and we it was literally that exact thing, like just pushing and not moving. The parking brake was on. We didn't figure that out for like two hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would work against you, I would think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that is so funny. We're covered in mud and snow because it's still oh. kicking it back. Oh, gosh, it was horrible. All right, Jess, can you explain this next one? Uh, yes, I can. So I have a reference. Um, it's, it's Animal Crossing Aquarium music. So the score reminded me of it exactly, and I pulled up the clip so we can compare it. You can go ahead, and then I have a little tiny story. It's just important to me. Go All ahead. right, here we go. Wish I never came to Cleveland. That we went back to the way things were when we saw each other on holidays and for a week in the summer. No, of course not. But you said it yourself. I ruined your life. You didn't ruin my life, Winnie. You are my life. Okay. And then it should be notes. Note aquarium. There it is. It just sounds very similar to me. And that's what, that's what plays. I mean, I don't know if you know, Animal Crossing is the most, like, wholesome, like, just pleasant game that you could play. Right, right. And you build an aquarium in it, and it's so peaceful in there, and they play that song. 
And Matt and I were long distance for the first year of our relationship, and we were best friends for years before we dated. And so we were just like as friends hanging out in my aquarium. And with that music playing is where I told him that I liked him. Oh, and then oh, that's, oh, nice so anyway, I was listening to that music and I was like, why am I emotional? So right. I just had to tell that story. Oh, that's awesome. That's yeah. nice. That is yeah. awesome. Uh, yeah, that's the main theme that all of the music for the whole show is based on. Yeah. You hear it all over the place. So it's very cool. Yeah. It's called Jess and Matt's theme. And Jess and Matt's theme. Oh, yeah. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> it is now. <laughs> and there's actually, we wrote that lyrics, Jess and Matt. They're building an aquarium. They were friends. <laughs> they they were friends. Away. <laughs> she moved to L.A. <laughs> But they still played Animal Crossing. Crossing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, okay. Can't wait to show him that. <laughs> Music shift. I love football. Loved football. But when I was in the middle of the huddle in that last play in Miami, I wasn't thinking about the defense or the fans in the stands. I was thinking about you. It's just really interesting. That is a nice shift. Reverse in the snow. Three! You sure this is gonna work? <laughs> <laughs> Car noises. Home. I got it. Really good noises. Mm -hmm. Yep. I, this is one of my, was one of my favorite scenes too, sound design and you mm. know put the music in and stuff. It was really growing up in Canada. I there's like it's just very realistic. <laughs> it's very realistic. The tricky thing acting wise was they had to play this emotional stuff while he's behind the car and she's in there yelling out the window and mm -hmm. and so finding that balance of how much they're calling out to each other was um, took a couple of tries. Yep. It really worked very well. Yeah, totally. Yeah. You definitely get the feeling that he's in, back there and she's in the cab of the car. Mm -hmm. uh, transition in. Welcome to Cleveland. Really cool. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Stadium noises. You must have good seats being the coach's family and all. You can say that. Follow me, guys. Like the music, like the kind of rock and roll. <laughs> right. Like, and you always yeah. hear it kind of off in the distance happening. One of the funny things I will say about, not this scene, because that's a very specific usage of this, but a lot of things I struggled with is we had so much football sounds and trying to get the balance of like when you're in the game, in a game and you hear like the crowd or whatever. <laughs> there was this one uh, sound effect of the crowd, which is great, but at the halfway through the, the sound of it was somebody blowing one of those horns, <laughs> right? <laughs> And that is giving soccer. I right, right. Yes. But it's like one of those yeah. whirly plastic horns. You know what I mean? Yes. I forget what they what they are, but they're like they're a, called something. Yeah. Well, the vuvuzela was the one. That's, with the Brazilian, that's what it is. Right? Yeah. 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 And yeah. so, but the thing is, is that every time I would put music over top, I'd be like, "What is that thing? What's out of tune? What's happening?" And I couldn't find it for like the longest time. And I'm like, "Oh, it's this one fan in this one sound." <laughs> blowing that horn that's like <laughs> making my ears go like um, anyways <laughs> yeah, exactly. I just read a thing Chris that at, <laughs> used to be at the Oregon games the Oregon Ducks football games they used to give out these like they were like duck calls I guess that everyone mm -hmm. brought right and they would blow the whole game. It was so loud because people were just blowing these. And eventually they, they outlawed them because it was so <laughs> annoying, I guess. And I think the great. other teams complained. But, right, but right. a lot of people were saying they really miss it because it was so loud in right. that stadium. Oh, that's hilarious. Uh, winning montage. Oh, that's the guy I remember. An 80-yard completion. One that most Browns fans may have thought was not possible last week. And the Browns take the lead. Taylor again throwing right and he's on time first down Cleveland boy Derek Taylor looking like a new man today looking like his old self here in Cleveland you need a montage <laughs> uh, let's see we next one we have is locker room hubbub when I got to the locker room that day the Browns were celebrating like they just won the Super Bowl World Series and Nobel Peace Prize combined I always believed in Dad. these guys. And they believed in you? <laughs> You're going to have to ask them. 
Nice. I like it. So, you know, behind the scenes with a lot of these shows, so it'll, what, by the time it gets to us or to me, Darian's gone through and done sort of a light sound design pass, you know, sort of like laid things in that are sort of the general things we always need. And he came up with the banging of the lockers, which mm. I thought was really, really cool yeah. some, and something I wouldn't have thought about. And hearing it, and if somebody told me it would work, I would probably say, eh, I don't know. You're probably not going to know what it is, but it's so super clear. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. Dora, I also made Darian listen and watch like every football movie there was. He, <laughs> he wasn't really a football fan. I'm like, here's a list. And he went and like every, for like a week, watched like all of the movies. We had a very fun meeting last week where we got to pitch some of our ideas for shows. And uh, one of them that just reminded me of it. Chris Chris really has a, an affinity for telling people that they need to watch movies. Oh, I love it. <laughs> yeah, I love it. And there was a show kind of based around that premise that he pitched. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I love it. Uh, door close. Yep. And some feet steps. And, and then we go, door. and there's some feet steps. And door open. Coach? Coach, it's time to talk to the media. Thanks, Nicole. I'll be there in a sec. Thanks, Amy. I always love how every, even in all our shows, you still need a door that like creaks a little bit. Like it sounds mm-hmm. right. like you're at a cabin somewhere. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Y'all have to listen to that Freakonomics episode about the different, you know, qualities of the of the locker rooms and different pay yeah. of the football players. Oh, it's really cool. interesting. Car business. Can't wait to hear all the fair weather fans hopping on the Derek Taylor Browns bandwagon. Alrighty, I know we got really good. Nice. Nice, nice. Oh boy, so what's the best sound design moment? There's a lot of good ones in there. I, you know, I think I, the car stuck in the snow for me. Oh yeah. Mm. Yeah. Or the montage. I like the montage. I That's think pretty great too. That yeah. was like one of the moments uh, when yeah, I got I like there. The montage. I knew all the foot, like, you know, as I was going through the show and I'm like, okay, I know the football stuff is, we're coming up on it. We're coming up on it. And I was, <laughs> and, and I didn't purposely work on that until I got to it. And then when it worked, I was like, okay, I got this. You know? <laughs> yeah. But no, I like reverse in the snow. I like the snow. So which one is it? Reverse in the snow? Montage. Montage. Oh, you I was going to say, but I'm also good for mo- I'm also good for reverse in the snow. Rev in the snow. Rev in the snow. Rev in the snow. Rev in the snow. Yeah. Ghost in the show. I'll let you, Dave. You can break the tie. <laughs> well, we've got more montages coming up, so I'm going to say. Rev, True. I'm going to say snow. Okay. I'm going to say snow. Okay. Here. All right. Yeah. Good point. Good I was point. super yeah. proud of the rev in the snow. I was. <laughs> we'll um, we'll save for the the big game at the end. Okay. Okay. Cool. Lots of football in episode. The big eight. game. Yeah. Not that big game. The big game. <laughs> Gotta get my pizza hut for the big game. The big game. The big game. <laughs> uh, toughest losing moment. So we like 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 you said, we have flipped the number of toughest losing moments. Yeah. Is uh, is out? Yeah. He's gonna outdo. Uh, I actually didn't have a clip for stuck in the snow because they're just stuck in the snow. Okay. <laughs> you know what right. I mean? But just we stuck. sort of heard it with the rev, anyway. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, Winnie, and then the next one is Winnie. Stop using me mm. as an excuse. About how I left you behind in Cleveland about how you lost your mom and you were counting on me to make things better and how I'm failing you in so many ways as a father and as a player. Stop. Stop what? Stop using me as an excuse for everything. Winnie. It's a really good point. When your kid has like a really good point. Like, yeah. <laughs> you're like, what? She's very wise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My kids have started to be right. On stuff, mm. which is That's like annoying. a whole other new experience. That must be the worst. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah. It's like when my cat gets like upset and I'm like, it's not dinner time, but it is dinner time. <laughs> are you saying, are you saying, <laughs> that yeah, sometimes, you're right. are you saying your cat is starting to be right? That's what I'm sure, saying. Yes. Right. I get it. I get it. I'm the same as you guys. <laughs> Coach Pitt's warning. More like people who aren't as excited as you are, Winnie. People who maybe aren't as invested in the story of Derek Taylor's comeback. Coach? Oh, coach. He knows it. Isn't it interesting in that tiny little moment there, too, how you can tell that he's knocking at an open door? Mm-hmm. Right? Because of the way that it's that it's set. Does oh, that make sense? yeah. Yeah, right? it does. That sort of thing that you see in all the movies where somebody sort of leans in is like... They're knocking, but already in the in the room. Exactly, exactly. Radio caller. How you feeling after that convincing victory? How am I feeling? How am I feeling? Like someone 
right easy enough. there, big what? boy. Davin, are you telling me you're upset about okay. that kind of winning performance today? What are they doing? They had a clear path okay. to pass the icing cues, and now they can blow it. Eric Taylor can't even tank right. He's already ruined the season. Now he's going to destroy our future, too? I wanted to win a contest. <laughs> wait, 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 Jess. Wait, what you number called, call you, did wait, you, you called into a radio show today. Yeah, we were on our way to the gym. It was 6.30. Matt was having none of it. And um, my favorite radio station was playing Battle of the Sexes. And if you win, you get tickets to Disneyland. Um, and I, I do it very often. And I think this is the first time he's seen me do it because I'll like i go to the gym by myself. <laughs> and so I called and I sat there and he's like, what are you doing? I'm like, what are you talking about? And I called and it's just, you know, the guy picked up and he said, hi, we already got our contestants. Like, yeah. call it, call back at eight. And I said, okay, thank you. Have a good day. And he's like, what? I'm like I do this all the time. <laughs> and you haven't won yet? Have you ever been on? I've never been on. I've never been on, no. That's hilarious. SoCal's a big place, you know? Yeah. <laughs> That was such a thing in the old, the, the calling totally. in. I'd try to be the hundredth caller. Yeah. So was, oh yeah. yeah. Z100. Yeah. I always think yeah. about that. Yeah. Yep. So who, what's our toughest losing moment? I would say the radio caller, honestly. It's so deflating after the win, mm-hmm. like yep. that they should feel so good and they can't. Mm-hmm. Someone wants them I also, to lose. I also just love that picture of her holding the phone out and people trying to grab it. She's like, <laughs> yeah, trying to grab it. Give me that. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Toughest losing moment. That's the toughest losing moment. Well, we're going to go on to winning moment, but let's talk about a winning uh, product. And we're back. I don't know. That just says winning to me. <laughs> yeah. Big dub. Big dub. By the way, the calling into the station also reminds me of there are a lot of players, moms and wives who often post on Twitter things that they shouldn't have after a game, like really, playing, like receiver. I just saw, I think Odell Beckham, uh, I believe it was, was it his mom or his dad posted about basically complaining the quarterback didn't throw to him enough. Right. It's oh like, my. please don't do that. You know please what? Families do don't have media training. You can't exactly. help it. You know? yep. <laughs> like. My mom used to, I don't post on Facebook that much anymore, but when I did, my mom used to be like, oh, honey, that reminds me of when you were six and you did that. You took the dog out and it was snowing. And then, and then you know, hey, go kids, right? And you go. You're just like, oh. You're like, you about, know other people yeah. see this, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's about like, once every two months, I get like 100 notifications because I think that's the day my mom decides to log on to Facebook. And every comment is like, wow, this is awesome. Like, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah. And like 25 in a row, right? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I remember when you did this, you called yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe just text me. <laughs> yeah. Let's hear some dubs. Best winning moment. When he tells Derek... He can be both. Winnie! You can be both, you know. Both what? A great father and a great football player. You might be the only one who believes that. Well, it used to be me and mom, right? Yeah. And now I'm all you've got. So that's gonna have to be enough. That. Yep. Yep. I also love that, like you said, Dave, you totally visualize that they're not talking face to face. Yeah. You can picture her sitting in the car, sort of facing forward and kind of just saying it and the ability that well, she's able to say it. Well, she's also yeah. able to say it because she's not looking yes. at him. That's, That's what I'm right. Saying. I think it's easier yeah. than being face to face. 100%. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, that's the first cry we got through. That's good. Winnie Derek, <laughs> get the car moving. Did it work? I think it worked. Brakes, Winnie. Uh, put it in park. Oh, right. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> we did it. Nice. So cute. Love it. Uh, Derek's speech. Maybe I'm too stubborn to know when to quit, but it's not happening today or anytime soon. If they let me play, I play to win, not to roll over so they can get some punk kid to replace me. Okay. The fans may not believe in me, my teammates may have their doubts, even my coach. But I've got one believer, right? Always. And maybe that's all I need. (laughs) (laughs) 
that uh, melody reminds me of that song. You gotta be cool. You gotta be strong. Yeah. You gotta be oh, wiser. Yeah. Doesn't it sound like a little bit like that? Yeah, yeah and in yeah. total music nerd uh, talk. I talked a couple weeks ago about how Sean's just a master. Like he can just jam that stuff forever and ever. It's particular when you when anybody listens to that cue again, you can hear, and it's the same with the tune you mentioned, Dave. It's just all the same stuff in the right hand, but the left hand is just moving bass notes and playing different different um, chord tones from the chord. Yep. And giving this sense of movement, but it's actually just playing the same thing. So it's it's a very common like it's called a chord over a note. Well, it's like a um, slash chord. So like G over you know G over F G over whatever. And like so you're changing the bass note in a sense. It's, it's changing the harmony with every single different note that it plays. It's it's really cool sort of like little musical thing that works. And David Foster sort of made that popular mm. too. So that's you know one of Sean's big influences. So he can just mm. jam that stuff forever. Just, you know, he's just picking different things. That's cool. And it's just sort of going wherever. It's kind of neat. Um, anyways. That is neat. Yeah. Everett Dean chimes in. Yeah, we're here for you, DT. Everett. Didn't see you come in. Hey, I heard QB1 was making a speech. Come on. Give it up for you QB1, boys. Let's come on, let's go. Baby. Give it up. Let's go. Let's go yeah, that's what I'm talking about, fellas. Let's do it. Let's go. Let's get it. I really like that. I love that moment. And Dave, I'm trying to think of the multiple movies where I've seen that happen where like the person that everybody always already sort of believes in sort of like shows up and like says, okay, you know, you're not listening to him. You're going to listen to me. Right. Right. You know, you need to give him the respect that you gave me kind of thing, you know, or that you give me. I can't think of it off the top of my head, but it's, um. You know, any any, yeah. of those, any of those movies. It could even be like, yeah, like an action movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You yes. Know, if he can't make you do it, then I'll make you do it. And then you realize the two of them are sort of banding together to, for the for the will of the good, you know, the good That's of, the, right. of the cause. Yeah. It's such a great moment. Owner's Box. Oh my. Is this? Welcome to the Owner's Box. This is where we're sitting? A luxury skybox? Eat as much as you want. It's all included. Just ask one of the waiters if there's something you don't see. Winnie. I know, Pete, I know. So, like, all of this food is free? Hey, Mike, can we get three milkshakes, please? Her little eats are so yeah. cute. I love that Mike's reduced to having to go get milkshakes. <laughs> right. He's a secure, like, yeah. he's, he's had a security for right. an yes. NFL stadium. He's like, yeah, I'll go get three strawberry milkshakes. It's all good. <laughs> That's what <you> <laughs> Got to make the coach's wife happy. Exactly. They win. And as the whistle blows, it is over, folks. Final score, the Browns 45 and the Jets 7. What a story written this afternoon in Cleveland. Almost feels like a Christmas miracle. I mean, where has this team been all year? So the Browns move to 1-8. and eight. And I can't believe I'm saying this, but Derek Taylor and the Brownies look like an entirely new team. Woohoo! <laughs> nice, nice, nice. <laughs> they, had to, they had to just destroy the Jets. That's so funny. I mean, I like Derek's speech. I like Everett chimes in. I like in. Everett Deem chiming, chiming in. in. Yeah. I cool think moment. that's a really yep. cool moment. There's a lot and going it, on it, there. It, there's a lot of respect. There's a lot of, yeah, I liked it. Right. You know, uh, okay, well, that wins it. You know, I, 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 I worry I worry that if we don't give uh, Pete the MVP, people may I revolt. Just, I was, yeah. was going to be really upset if we didn't give <laughs> Pete the MVP. MVP. So. He deals with a lot. MVP. This he deals with like a lot it. in this one. Yeah, he gets totally big timed. It's funny you say that. Because somebody said that to me today, big timed, and Pete. and I and I just for me the first time I ever heard it is when we and again once again Chris learns new wait, vernacular. What is that? I don't wait get big timed. I don't know if I know that. Yeah, when someone like big times you means like they act like they're big time and and oh you're I've not. actually not heard of that. Before. Oh okay, yep. so I don't have to feel bad that I had never heard of it. <laughs> and then yesterday, man, it wasn't somebody told me. I think I heard it somewhere else, like on a show my daughter was watching or something. And they said, yeah, you've been you've been big timed. And I was like, huh, don't you, I mean, it's funny. It's funny. Dave taught me that phrase. <laughs> Dave taught me that phrase. No, but no, no, I was just, I was just thinking how. Oh, the English language is just fascinating. Is it, is it just me or like when you first hear a new word or sort of a phrase for the first time and then all of a sudden you just start hearing it all the time. So either I'm late to the party and everybody's already been using it. I just never noticed it until then. Or it just becomes more and more popular. 
Like yeah. the fact that I would hear that for the first time a few months ago and then today hear it again. And you know what yep. I mean? All of a sudden it's like slowly picking up. I feel like by the time it gets to me that it's got to be pretty. <laughs> it's already, yeah, I haven't, it's been I haven't out heard it before. And, yeah. But I'm not as young as I used to be. I didn't know when I was watching the game on Sunday, George Kittle, the uh, tight end for the 49ers, said, he said, um, we were out of it in the first half. I forget exactly what the wording, but it's apparently from a big meme of a high school football player. Yeah, yeah. We and had, I did not recognize it. We're out of, we had them in the they first half. They had us half. in the first half. They had us in the first half. It's a meme. It's a meme. Yep. Yeah. That I... I did not know that one. I got that one. I'm, you know, I'm right. I'm, I'm just, lately I've been feeling old because they're just... <laughs> Because you spend so much time with us. You spend so much time with us. No, I also just like had the realization that I'm turning 27 this year, and that one was a hard one to swallow. <laughs> I, I started that. working at the company when I was 23. Wow. Yeah. That's Me different. Too. <laughs> That's a different age. <laughs> I was 19. Those are different numbers. Uh, I do have some notes. Okay. Oh, wait, we went, we went with Pete. Pete's MVP, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Pete's MVP. Pete. Yep. Uh, I made a note about Jets. Even in your imagination, they lose. Um, and then, <laughs> and I wrote flirt. Hi, Brady. Do I know you? Nope, definitely not. And I definitely don't know you either. And then the hugs. Then the hugs. Yes, come here. Oh, we're hugging now. You're hugging now. Oh, poor Pete. Oh. I yelled. No. I will say, romantic component of this show, the love triangle, uh -huh. was was much bigger at one point, and we pulled it back because we just wanted to give more space to the Winnie and Derek story. So while it's there, <sighs> it is not something that we are spending a lot of time with. So I just don't want anyone's expectations to be too high. They're they're not. I just love I love both of them, and I I root for both of them, and I just yes. it just. I didn't expect it. I, you know what? I didn't expect it. Mm -hmm. And I was devastated. I, think, I, think I, think, I think it's the right amount, too. I think you understand I think so too. what's going on. Like yeah, it's, it's not that kind of shit. It's a subplot. Right. It's, not, yep. it's, it's not Brindley and Cyrus. It's a subplot. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, speaking of the we're hugging now, that not that a Brindley and Cyrus <laughs> thing? That's yeah, a thing. Yeah, we often have to do that because it's hard. You got to let the, you gotta tell, let the audience know what's happening. Mm -hmm. Right, I just remember that happening, right? That did yes. happen. Mm -hmm. That did happen, yes. Oh, well, we're hugging now. But it oh, was Cyrus now. saying that, I think. And this was that sounds right. Anyway, mm -hmm. yeah. And that's that on that. I forgot, you know, when we were talking about the aquarium music, Jess? <laughs> I think the fans will be delighted by my love story. I think they're going to love it. Mostly. <laughs> it's a love story. You know, we have about three super fans following Matt on Instagram. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. This is a call He's, for all super fans to follow he goes, Matt. He goes, who is this? Podcasting podcaster? And I'm like, oh, I know who that is. Ooh, that's hilarious. <laughs> Are they harassing him to buy a ring? No, not yet. <laughs> Where's the ring, Matt? Uh, well, we're hoping to see on the GZM app or on Supercast. Listen to episode seven next. Peace. Peace, love, love and footballs. Find your next adventure at gzmshows.com. Shh, it's starting. GZM Shows. Imagination Amplified. Hi, it's me, Jess. This is a message for all the 6 Minutes podcast fans out there. Have you heard? There are new episodes in the 6 Minutes feed called The Ivan Dispatch. I won't go into details, but Ivan found something. A box containing audio cassettes recorded decades ago. And it looks like they were recorded by Cyrus. If you're a fan and you're not following the show, you may have missed out. Search for 6 Minutes and click the follow button so you never miss an episode. And if you haven't heard 6 Minutes yet, what are you waiting for? Search for 6 Minutes, start a season 1, episode 1, and enjoy the most downloaded family audio drama in history.